0: Good morning students, I am Neelam Sharma, your physics teacher and today we are going to learn about flowcharts in this episode. So previously we have uh, done our algorithm development, how we can develop our algorithm, what are rules that should be followed while writing an algorithm. Now we will discuss about flowcharts, that what is flowcharts. As you all know, we have uh, written in, uh, we have uh, seen in algorithm that algorithm is a stepwise procedure. Means we are writing all the steps that are included to solve any problem that is given to us while in our programming language. So flowchart is nothing, it is the pictorial representation of that algorithm. Means the algorithm that we have developed, we will represent that algorithm through a picture and what will be there in that picture in that picture uh, there will be certain symbols and uh, uh, the information or the instructions will be written in those symbols according to the need for example if we want to enter any input then uh, the different symbol is there for uh, to enter the input in the flowchart and if we want to enter any decision making statement then uh, there is a different kind of symbol if we want to start or end our flowchart there are different kind of symbols so like that we are having different type of shapes through which we can give our information in form of pictures in these flowcharts now why these flowcharts are necessary See, when we are uh, doing any kind of programming, then it is uh, advisory that first you have to make the algorithm of that problem. The problem that you have been given, first we have to make the algorithm of that. So that uh, map comes in our mind that what, what kind of things we have to do to solve this problem. Now, how it will work? that will be done through flowcharts. Means when we are making our flowchart, then uh, we must take every step that is uh, uh, shown in the algorithm. So, we have to add all those things and uh, we have to make our flowchart, so that we get a rough idea that how our program or how our uh, uh, that uh, problem-solving method will be going to execute or how our program will going to be run so that our result may come in a fruitful way so this was a brief description about flowchart and uh, now coming to next so uh, there are certain kind of symbols as i have uh, told you that there are different kind of symbols we were discussing that uh, we have different type of symbols that are used to make any flowchart so let us discuss what are those symbols or what are those uh, figures in which we can write our information uh, while constructing our flowcharts so first symbol is oval symbol this oval symbol uh, it is used for the entry and exit of the flowchart means whenever we are going to start our flowchart and whenever we are ending our flowchart we must write information in these oval shapes so what are the information that are to be written written in these oval shapes they are start and end means start if we write start in this oval shape then it means that our flowchart has been started And if we write end in this oval shape, then it it means that our flowchart has ended up. All the statements have been included in our flowchart. Now, if we want to give any input or if we want to take any output through our flowchart, so how we will do that? We will do that in a parallelogram. So, we will uh, make the shape of a parallelogram and uh, write all the things that are to be included in our input and output statements. So, for input and output, we are having a parallelogram. Then next, if we want to uh, calculate anything in our program, then we have to uh, compute those things. So, for that, for computing purpose, we will be using a rectangle. For rectangle, uh, anything written in rectangle means uh, we are calculating uh, these things in our program or in our flowchart. Then, after that, if we are going to make any decisions, then what are we uh, going to do? For decisions, we are using this rhombus or diamond shape. So uh, Decision means we have uh, two or three paths. Means if we are imposing any condition, then so, uh, that condition will be written in this uh, rhombus. Or diamond shape and uh, then after that uh, we can follow the paths uh, which are uh, to be indicated from its uh, two or three points or corners we can uh, uh, go to that then after that if we have to uh, make any loop or if we want to uh, circulate a certain type of cycle again and again then that is called as loop so if you want to apply any loop in our flow chart then that can be done by using this hexagon anything written in hexagonal shape that will indicate that there exists some loop in this flow chart then after that how the information flows in flow chart? it flows through flow lines means you are writing anything or everything in these shapes then you have to uh, you have to write the arrows. You have to draw the arrows also. The arrow shows that how the direction of the flowchart is being done. So, uh, from every step you have to uh, draw arrows so that it uh, shows that uh, our next step is this, our next step is this, like that. Then after that, if uh, our one line is too big and it doesn't complete, then for line connector means to connect the line so that our next line is continued. So, we will using this circle shape. Uh, Anything written in the circle shape means it is a line connector, means our line was not completed and we are using this circle shape so that our line may get continued and uh, this pentagon shape uh, represents the page connector what is page connector means uh, we are writing any flowchart and it is uh, uh, not ending in single page it is ending in two or three pages so we have to connect those two or three pages so for that we are using this pentagon shape Uh, if we are writing anything in pentagon shape then it means that uh, it is a page connector means next page is also there So what are the flowchart rules Uh, means there are certain kind of rules obviously when we are uh, dealing with any computer language so there are uh, certain types of rules which we have to follow so that our programming becomes effective and it gives our desired results So what are the rules to make a flowchart First we have to uh, make uh, main logic of that problem or uh, the program that we have to do Then we have to maintain a consistent level of detail for the given flowchart. Means the flowchart should flow smoothly. It should not happen that two, three instructions are very clear and then next instructions are not clear. So it should not be so. Otherwise, our flowchart will not work effectively. Then uh, do not give every detail on the flowchart. Means flowchart will be your. A, your rough estimate that how we are going to solve that problem. So don't give every detail on that flowchart. Otherwise, uh, there will be problems while you execute that program while you uh, make that program in that, that particular language. Then after that, the the symbols or the statements that are written in the symbols of flowcharts that should be simple and easy to understand they should not be complicated ones and they should be clearly written means they should be in uh, good handwriting always start your flowchart from top to bottom or from left to right Uh, follow this uh, procedure to write your flowchart and uh, every symbol should have one exit and one entry point only the decision box is having multiple exits it is also having a single entry but it is having multiple exits so except those that decision box which was uh, uh, there so it should not uh, so it should have multiple exits but otherwise uh, Remaining from that decision box, every symbol has its one entry and one exit point and every branch in decision box, for example, we are having any decision making uh, thing, so everything should be labeled properly, means uh, 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 through this path it will do this, and through this path it will do this, so every part should be properly labeled, named and keep your flowchart as simple as possible, keep its uh, language as simple as possible and understandable also. Now, what are the advantages of flowcharts? It gives a better understanding of the program means uh, what we are going to do. So main advantages of uh, flowchart are that it it gives a better understanding of our problem that we are going to solve through our program. It gives effective analysis of that problem means we are just breaking down that program into simple simple steps in our flowchart so that everything can be easily understandable by us that how does this problem is being solved out through our flowchart. Effective synthesis for example if a program is so big or a flowchart is so big that we are not able to do with single-handed so uh, we what we can do we can collaborate that work and we can uh, use our friends uh, so that uh, we will distribute a simple simple tasks to them and that's the, you will do this task and you will do this task so flowchart is uh, basically used for effective synthesis means we can synthesize all those works that are done separately by each participants proper program documentation if a flowchart is made in a very good manner then the program documentation is also done very properly means we can make our program very good and it is out of errors efficient coding also occurs when we do a good when we make a good flowchart and systematic debugging debugging means to carry out the errors from the program means whenever we are going to make any program first we have to design that program then we have to run that program while running the computer uh, indicates us that there are these many errors and what are those errors the errors are the mistakes that are done by us means uh, we have not followed any rules or restrictions that are given by that particular language so in that case we are uh, facing errors in our programs until and unless we remove all the errors in our programs we are not able to uh, run that program and it will not give any input output so first of all we have to make the program we have to remove all the errors from that and after that uh, our program will run and give us the desired output that we are uh, going to have then after that efficient program maintenance means the flowchart if flowchart is uh, done effectively then program is also maintained efficiently so these were the uh, basic advantages of flowcharts then now coming to the limitations of flowcharts so everything has clothes and cones, everything we are using, uh, even the mobiles and laptops we are using, they are also having flows and cones, means they are uh, they are providing us information at such a vast scale, but they are very harmful for our health also, uh, because they affect our eyes so much, and our brain gets uh, sensitized, and uh, our brain uh, becomes sometimes in like a cock situation, that uh, what to do, uh, Sometimes anxiety uh, anxiety increases in our uh, in our behavior. So these are uh, so, some kind of uh, uh, disadvantages of the computers of the system that we are using in our daily life because we are exposed to the electromagnetic rays so much. Now uh, coming to the limitations of flowcharts. So, it takes more time to draw. Miss flowchart, so we have to draw by our, uh, using our hands, and uh, if a program is such big, then it will take more, more time to draw. And suppose if any error occurs in that flowchart, then we have again repeat the whole steps of procedure to achieve that goal. And suppose if there are four errors, and we recognize those errors, after one by one for example if we have uh, overcome one error and then after uh, another error uh, is seen by us then we have to make that flowchart again then again so it is a very time consuming process and it is difficult to make changes whenever uh, if we, we have made a flowchart then uh, we can't uh, make so much of changes we have to make the flowchart again So there is uh, no such provision that uh, we have to delete and uh, do those because it is done manually. It is not done in computer. So it is done by our hands. So that is why it is difficult to make changes rather we have to uh, erase the whole or we have to make it from a new end. Now, no standard, no standards. There are no standards for the uh, flowchart means everything, everyone, if I give a problem to every student as i have discussed in our previous lecture also if i give a problem to my students then uh, depending upon their presence of mind and depending upon their caliber they will do all those things according to their brain means uh, what they are getting someone will do that uh, problem in a very elaborated way, someone will do in a very limited way. So this is all that uh, there is non-standardization of the flowcharts means there is no standard rules for making any flowcharts. There are some examples uh, which will uh, give you a better understanding of the flowcharts. So, let us go through these examples and uh, see, uh, have a better idea about these flowcharts. So, first flowchart is uh, to find the sum S and average A of two given numbers X and Y, means all the things we have given, uh, what we have to find and what we have to take as input and what we have to take as a output means all the names are given so first of all we have to start our flowchart so for starting we were using oval shape so first draw a oval shape and write start in it see every information that is written in flowchart that should be in capital letters why in capital letters? because in capital letters the language is understandable more easily and it will give a better effect because everyone has got its own handwriting and uh, it is not possible that uh, every handwriting is uh, readable to all of us so it is a better idea to write your flowcharts in capital letters so first of all we will start our program then after that what we are going to do we have to find the average of two numbers which are x and y so first of all first we have to read the values of x and y means what are the values of what are the values of x and y so first we will give the input statement in the parallelogram then uh, read x comma y means we are reading the values of x and y then after that we have to compute the sum of x and y then what will we do For computing, we are using rectangle. So in in rectangular box, we will write x plus y, but the x plus y will compute the sum. But where will this sum go? We have assigned this to sum. This arrow, as I have indicated also that the arrow will be pointing towards that, to, to which the value is going to be, means x plus y is being added. But where is this value going? This value is being assigned to sum. Now, the sum will have will be having the value of the addition of both these numbers. Okay. For example, I take the numbers 2 and 3, then sum will have value 5. Then after that, we have to calculate the average. So again, we have to use this rectangular symbol. So average will be equal to uh, sum by 2 because there are two numbers only. So we will divide only by 2. If there will be three numbers, we have to divide them by 3, 4 and the 4 as the average formula is there. You all know. So sum by 2 will be assigned to average means average will have a value that will come out after dividing the sum of those two numbers by 2. Then after that, we have to write the output statement means we have to take our output also. Then we will write as in the then we have to write it in the parallelogram to write sum average so we have to write what is the sum of those numbers and we have to also write the average of the numbers because we are asked that dry flow chart to find sum and average so we have to write sum also and average also in our output so this is our output uh, this is output box so we have to write write sum average then uh, this our old work has been done then we will close our flowchart and we will write stop in a oval box so this was the simplest flowchart that you can uh, understand after after uh, getting through all this uh, lecture now uh, coming to a little bit complicated uh, So, in this flowchart, what is they are asking, dry flowchart which reads two numbers A and B and then print them in descending order after assigning the larger number to big and smaller number to small, means we are given two numbers and we have to uh, write the bigger and smaller numbers as big and small and we have to assign the values also. So, first of all, start we have to start in oval symbol then we have to take input of those numbers so we will write in parallelogram read A and B now we have to make the calculations we have to uh, do our uh, we have to do our comparison now so what we will be doing we will be putting in the rhombus is A is less than B means we are taking any decision so it will check this uh, condition and if it condition becomes true then it will go to this path if it is yes then what is this If a is a less than b means b is greater if it this condition becomes true then this path will be followed and according to this path b will be assigned to big and a will be assigned to a means the bigger number will be b and the smaller number will be a but what if this condition is not true If this condition is not true, it is false, then it means A is greater and B is smaller. Then what we have to write, we have to compute that A is big and B is small. These are for computing processes now, rectangular. Then after that, uh, both the paths have been calculated. Only one path will be calculated because this condition will give only one result either a is greater than b or a is less than b so depending upon the condition only one path will be followed and after following that path we have to write our output also then write big small because big and small have been assigned the values according to the condition that which number is big and which number is small so uh, now our purpose has been solved so this is the algorithm and now we will write the stop statement for the stopping of this flowchart so this was a simple flowchart through which we can easily understand the concept of flowchart how flowchart works and how it is helpful in our programming language thank you very much thanks for listening